Hi there, and welcome back to Mugful of Mimosas, the podcast where no one has time for proper stemware. So grab your nearest clean cup, fill it up with whatever drink is putting the motion in your ocean. Because for this episode, I'm chatting with Podfave Lena or Spring Roll Fever on Instagram and TikTok, all about our stories growing up as immigrants to the U.S. While Lena and I had similar immigrant stories, we joke and recount funny tales about how wildly different our experiences actually were. If you're ready to spill the tea, carefully pour yourself a cup, sit back, relax, and let's get to it. All right, uh, let's get, uh, you know, cheersies for the... Cheers. Let me get a little... Oh, I don't have the ice. I'm at a bottle. Like that? (laughs) Citre. Stella Artois. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's how you say it. It's ridiculous. Well, I'm still drinking my vacation drink. I'm still on vacation mode. That's Bailey's on ice. Nice. Bailey's US, if you're listening, sponsor me. We love you in this house. <laughs> Stella Artois, sponsor me. <laughs> it's actually really good, the yeah. cider. No, I do love Stella drinks. The Stella cider is really, really freaking good. Yeah. It's really like crisp, which I like. Crispy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, welcome to Mugful of Mimosas. Uh, I am excited to have you back on our on our pod uh because when we talked the last time we kind of got into a little bit like your growing up experience <laughs> but i want to dive into it a little bit more because today's episode <laughs> if you didn't know already is about the the immigrant ex- growing up immigrant the immigrant experience growing up with immigrant parents uh and yeah that's <laughs> i am excited for this episode i feel like it's that's what we're going to talk it's about it's just going to be a hot mess um and i mean that with love <laughs> for our parents our families but yeah you know it's it's very funny because i feel like in looking at memes and like the the ones who stick out right now are like the memes of uh, you and Savannah. Mm-hmm. Who's that lady that you do? Yeah, with? Ming, her name is uh, her her name is Savannah, but in uh, Khmer Cambodian, her we call her Ming. Oh my so, like, god, auntie. Ming is auntie. It's so, so funny. But Ming Savannah, and the scary thing about that is she reminds me so much of my mom. <laughs> She talks like my I mom. I thought it was your mom. Yeah, everybody thinks it's my mom. I thought and it was your mom. We I had, was like, dang, your yeah. mom is real funny, yo. They, I think at this point, I'm just going to accept her as my mom. You have to. Because they'll be like, you and your mom are so cute. You have to. And I'm going to be like, y'all, I have posted my real mom. And you like, have to. And like, they kind of look like a little bit too. They do, and their mannerisms are very the same. It's so funny. It's very creepy. It's so funny. But I feel like yeah. something like that really resonates with me. Like the, your experiences with, with like your, your quote-unquote mom. And the other one that is literally cracking me up right now. And I'm just, why this is so funny to me is, um, oh my God, Jargy, I think comedy i need to i'll post it in the description but it's this guy who does like the arab dad mm-hmm. or like the arab dad. have you seen it no it is so funny the arab airline him as a an arab pilot he oh was God. just like he was like oh um my um my co-pilot mahmoud uh his <laughs> wife is uh in labor so we go a little fast and i what is a uh, flight uh, 237 uh, from Egypt to Los Angeles? I, 
I, in tears, literally yeah. tears were streaming down my face because I was crying I so it. hard. You, I'm going to send it to you as soon as we're finished with this. That's so funny. But I feel like that's one thing <laughs> that's like funny about the the immigrant experience is like yeah. the, the different immigrant experiences kind of transcend immigrant. Like, doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah. Like, you kind of have the same. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. We all get it. <laughs> like, and no matter what language or whatever, because, you know, a lot of times in the comments, I'll see like, oh, I'm, my family is um, Dominican. It's mm-hmm. the same. It's like, you know, or, you know, um, whatever culture you're from, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's the same experience. Like, oh, that happened to me. 100%. And I'm like, you know, Laos or whatever. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, so we, we all had the same experience, 100%. just different language. No, but for real though, <laughs> but for real though, what was probably, what was the most, because you, you touched on it. Actually, let's, let's actually go to that. Like how you grew up. Cause something that we talked about in our last episode was, I was just like, well, how do you like, who else did you hang out with if you were like the only one of you yeah. in your community growing up? Like, how did you keep that alive or like have that yeah. experience with other people outside the household? That was very hard. Like I said, um, in the last episode, I spent a lot of my weekends with other Cambodian friends, but like during the weekday, it was like my mm-hmm. white, like my white best friend, mm-hmm. um, who, is very much like she was into culture, anything that's like not white or whatever. So like we just kind of made up our own like identity through each other because we didn't want to be, uh, we couldn't identify with anybody around us. So it was like we had each other um, to really rely on. Um, and I had my brother by that child. He didn't want to talk to me in, in school. I'd be like, I, I, I'd be like, I'm having problems. People being racist. I'd be like, well, you have to deal with it. And I'm like. Oh. <laughs> you know so it's hard to like identify with that and I thought it was just like just me and I like I really when I became an adult really did I understand I'm like oh my god this was this is a normal thing that happened to other people huh. because all my like you know white school friends the kids didn't like get slapped or nothing you know for huh. talking huh. smack or yeah, you know true. got a crazy uh, grandma that my grandma was OG, okay? Same. She watched uh, WWE or whatever, wrestling, and Bro, watched soap operas. Same. Right. I would, I, <laughs> yo, not, not the WWE, but like the strength of the WWE. Because yeah. I would tell people all the time, like up until, before my grandmother really was like in the full throes of her dementia, yeah. she would still grab you up a little bit. And I'm yeah. like, hey, you're yeah. kind of strong, man. You yeah. need to freaking relax. I mean, your grandma, your grandma was like tiny. She's like, like, she's teeny. She's teeny. And she would never, like, scare me, but, Mother you know. Mother, she would scare me. <laughs> she would scare me back in the day. Shit, she would scare me and all my other friends, bro. My, my grandma. That's, do you think, like, grandmas that's from, like, overseas, that's, like, OG. Like, my grandma, she, like, she's, she's, she's scared the shit out of me. I feel like when you, I feel like. So that's the other thing that I like I have to think about when it comes to like folks and and all of that is like it it had to be so fucking hard mm-hmm. for them to like come yeah. over here, right? Yeah. And like how did they even get over here? Like I don't know. like what kind of paperwork do they need to fill yeah. out? Like did they did they follow all like the right quote unquote legal channels? Yeah. And like if they didn't, like how did they make it? Like yeah. I I just I can't picture myself in that 
space and would want to make and would not even want to make because I would want to make it, but would have the like courage yeah, and the balls to like pick up all my shit and go for the hope of a better right. life. Nothing promised, like yeah. nothing guaranteed. And even yeah. if it's guaranteed, it's probably temporary. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing that always like, I was like, they have to be hard. Like they yeah. have to be hard as shit because they've gone through some crazy shit. Yeah. So that's why this like little 100 pound lady could snatch my ass up. <laughs> And I'm shook, and y'all not shook, but y'all, good luck with that, because right. this lady's scary as shit. I think for me, it was the confusion of, I'm watching Full House on TV, and this is what I'm supposed to be seeing, but I got my grandma throwing a yardstick Bro. from across the, the room, hitting my big toe, Bro. and saying, you better watch your mouth. Facts. <laughs> Bro, it's a fact. Like, <laughs> it's a fact. That shit hurt. It's a fact. It's a fact, but it's, it's funny because, like... I had to dismantle this idea because that's the other thing too that I don't think people talk about when it comes to like immigrant children or like child of immigrant parents is you watch so much TV mm-hmm. or you're exposed to so much media either. Mm-hmm. So it's either like you're reading crazy shit mm-hmm. and like reading books you're probably not supposed to, mm-hmm. it's too old for you. Or your parents don't care kind of like what you watch and you kind of like get to watch stuff. And even if your parents do care what you watch, then you're watching like TGIF and like family friendly stuff. But you're just like, you think that that's what it's supposed to be. Right. Everything that you see, like, oh, that's what everybody in America does. Like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing too. Which, funnily enough, like really impacted my wedding planning party procedures or whatever. Like I was very frustrated with like the dress shopping experience Mm -hmm. and like, you know, just like being and feeling celebrated by like my family and like a bridal shower and all of that. And like, I realized very early on in my experience, like, and in being very frustrated and talking to my therapist, like she's just like, well, like where are these expectations coming from and it was like from that like i was really just thinking about what i read what i saw on tv like this is how it's supposed to be like the mother and the mother-in-law are supposed to like be friends and then get together and then work together to throw me a party and the mother-in-law is supposed to Mm -hmm. like be like she's the mama's the mom's boy or whatever you know like all of these things that were quote-unquote supposed to happen that didn't happen and i was like why the hell isn't it happening it happens for every other person in america yeah but then i'm like realizing i'm coloring and seeing everything through this lens of what tv looked like yeah tv when i was young 90s tv is not real that's what I learned and very quickly. It, yo, and I literally <laughs> want to fling this mug across the damn room and break it because that shit makes me angry because yeah. I grew up on TV. Like, we were Same. a big TV household. So, like, Same. cable, we had a, a legal boxes, you know, the ones where you're not supposed to turn to Channel 97. <laughs> the you know, lines. Ooh, What's listen, that? What you doing? Let, oh, let I, me, I don't know. I'm just trying to get to the um. Let MTV. me not even... I'm not even going to air my shit out. I'm literally not even going to say shit because I might say the wrong shit. I'm not even going to air myself out when it comes to the Spice Channel. Oh, my God. The Spice Channel. Oh, my God. Listen, every child of the 90s knows about the Spice Channel. And I'm not talking about the Spice Girls. I'm talking about why is the TV squiggling like that? Oh, my God. 
But I'm going to go back and look. Hold on a second. What is that? But I mean, that. why did they have that even back what? in the day? The spice, like the Spice Channel, the squiggle. That, like, I feel like that, like. Because like, it, mess- it was cheating. It was what? It was literally cheating. They were like stealing it. Oh. <laughs> That's why. Because you're supposed to pay for that shit. You're not supposed to have access to that damn channel 24 oh 7 without paying for it. Right. They probably weren't even freaking paying for that box. Now that I think about it, a reason why I have like a whole different box in, in the in their bedroom. And I'm like, bro, why don't you put the good box outside where we yeah. can all take advantage of oh it? Oh my God. So much TV back then. And like the what has shaped like our minds on that and how corny the 90s was. Mm-hmm. And I think growing up, I felt like that's what a family should look like. And I was like, oh, that's, you're supposed to have conversations yep. about things like that. And as an Asian, like, you know, Cambodian American, like we weren't talking about our feelings. Yep. And I talk nope. about it like with my therapist now, like, and I'm like, ma'am, I'm so glad I pay you $30 every week, you know? Yep. And I had to make sure that, I mean, it's another conversation about your episode about everybody should do therapy, but you making sure that you find a therapist that fits your background. Like yeah. I purposely found one that's Asian. Yeah. Cause I was like, I can't do these other like white people anymore. Yeah. Cause they're not understanding me. Yeah. And we talk about like how our childhood shapes, like yeah. how we are. And like, mm-hmm. we didn't never talk about feelings. You yeah. just, you, you, you got hurt. Why did you get hurt? You shouldn't have been doing that. Correct. You know, like, oh, you broke this glass. Well, you shouldn't have um, held that glass too close to this. And now it's broken. Correct. And now I'm going to get hit for it because I fucked up some shit. Yeah. You know, so I think there's a lot of, you know, generational trauma, too, mm. that comes from, you know, you talk about your grandma. Like mm-hmm. my I was talking about um, my grandma and how, like the crazy shit that she did to us like when we were kids and my aunt was like you know she like chuckled but she was like you know she had a hard life and so it was different times and I was like yeah you're not wrong but like you said who knows what the hell was going on um for them to even get to where they are yeah. now to the states yeah. and not knowing English and all that stuff so I always have like a soft spot for like my parents you know I'll you know they took care of us I'll do the same thing for them now mm-hmm. so it's like and when you're young, you just don't know. You're just kind of like, damn, why I got to eat this food? Oh, well, I have to eat this food because they didn't have the food, you know, during the yeah. war and all that stuff. So, like, so, but then food's like a whole nother thing. Like, how it shapes us as adult. Like, Child. you know, like, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm the worst, Dominican. <laughs> I don't eat rice and beans. I eat rice. I don't eat no beans. Don't put no beans on my daggone plate. Mm-mm. I don't really like rice and beans either, but I'm also not Dominican. But I had to learn moving to New York City, and that goes add to our last conversation, of like my coworkers are you know Latinx, you know mm-hmm, Latin mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. women, and they love their rice and beans, and I'm like, bro, I had to learn bro, to eat that because that's all they fucking eat, bro. bro <laughs> what are we so good at now, <laughs> bro? When I tell you that the reason I feel like I can't eat it is because. My grandmother used to blend it up for me <laughs> to give to me as baby food. Like that yeah. was the baby food. It wasn't on a jar. Yeah. It was blended ass yeah. rice and freaking beans. And I like, I can't, I don't eat beans right now to this day. I don't, I don't eat them. Like, really at all. Not even edamame. Edamame I'll do. <laughs> edamame I'll do. That's different. Edamame is a little, little yeah. different, but like. In Dominican restaurants, nope, no yeah. beans. Going to Chipotle, nope, no beans. How about baked beans? No. Baked no beans, beans got me from um, cafeterias. No. Uh, food from school. No, ma'am. That was like, 
I think that's what also shaped my food too. Like as an immigrant mm. kid in New Hampshire, you eat like Cambodian food. I get to um, white school, they're like, here's some um, some pennies and rice. Oh, did you? And I'm like, what the fuck? What is pennies and rice? It's cut up hot dogs with rice and um, tomato sauce. And I literally wanted to gag. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> it's cut up hot dogs. Pennies yeah. and rice? It's called pennies and rice. And and the teachers, they would tell my um, the I nurse. I will throw up yes. all over everything that's in front of me right now. But imagine you're Ooh. the minority kid. They think you're already weird because you're a minority kid. The teacher's like, oh, she's not eating enough at school and why is she not eating enough because I don't know what the fuck that shit is yeah, that sounds nasty <laughs> I'm like and then the kids oh my god that's why I used to how I love food is you know how I watch like mukbangs on like YouTube uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. as a kid I didn't know what American food was so I used to watch to see if it tastes good like if the kids uh-huh. eat it if it tastes good uh-huh. this one kid got me fucked up with the sliced beets he was eat. It was holding the sliced beets on the fork, and it looked good because on the circle of it is it looks like the grape Welsh thing. He ate it and he and he ate it like it was good. And I was like, oh, maybe it tastes like the the Welsh can. Oh, that the stuff inside the Welsh can. So horrifying. Should I'm I like, I'm a- imagining the taste of the. I know it tastes like earth. It tastes like uh, earth, like dirt. Yeah. Oh, I took a bite out of the thing and I almost no. gagged. Yeah. So as a child, my. I was told, like, you know how they write about your no. child. Oh, she's yeah, not eating yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at school, come fuck out what that shit is. Now, grilled cheese. Ooh, love yeah, me some grilled, love some grilled cheese. This makes me think of um, <laughs> <laughs> me, Allison, and um, Natalie went to Shake Shack the other day. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Allison asked me if, she, if, she, if I wanted something. She had bought me a drink. Uh-huh. But she was drinking a brown soda. Mm. And I was just like, oh, can I have a sip? I'm in my brain. I'm yeah. picturing Coke, Diet Coke, or Dr. Pepper. All of those tastes are yeah. ready to process in my brain. I find all of those things refreshing. Yeah. You would have swore to God that she shot me with a arrow directly bullseye into my heart. Because when that root beer hit my tongue... <laughs> I thought that I was going to leave my body <laughs> and never come back. I was just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. You don't like root beer. It tastes like I might as well just put a, a mound of miracle Grow dirt in Damn. my mouth. That's what it tastes like to me. Damn. It tastes like chewing a tree. You don't like root beer? Hell no. And Allison was like, you have, you have root beer in your home. And I said, ma'am, that is... That is the statement that is so far from the truth. I that there has never been a more untrue statement in my house. That root beer ha, will never cross the threshold mm. of my home. Cream yeah. soda, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, but root beer. Yeah. Oh my god, that literally. What I I had the same like visceral reaction to that root beer as I did to this pennies and rice situation <laughs> that you just told me about right now because they both sound so disgusting. It's a it's a gagging experience. Yeah. Oh like, my god. I gagged a lot as a I mean as a kid and as an adult, uh when I don't like something. Huh. Like, you know. Ooh. It was it was a struggle. But yeah, I think and then your parent my parents were like, Why are you not eating at school? I'm like, Have you seen what's on this tray? <laughs> like it doesn't look right. Well they that's the thing, they don't see it because it's the no. middle of the day. So like they'll never see it and they're just yeah. like, What are you doing? And then 
if they send you with food, <laughs> like, well, they can't send you with food because, you know, like, you have to either heat it up yeah. or keep it cold. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh, Lord, there's no option for that there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just too, too much. Pennies and rice. I'm stuck on that. That sounds so horrible. It's so nasty. Oh, my God. Like, a jar of, like, tomato sauce mm. mixed with rice. And, and the teacher, I remember, she stood there and watched. She's like, you need to eat something. You have not eaten nothing on your plate. Oh. And I was like, but I'm not hungry. She's oh. like, you need to eat it. And I literally, like, girl, oh. I, like, fucking swallowed that nah. shit down. Like, nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> No, that's why I don't have to draw the line because I don't do that. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. yeah, no, it's a no. no. Oof. Well, what was the other experiences that you had at school as an immigrant kid? Um, I thought that because I like we were the only like people of color, like me and my brother and my brother was like four years older. So he really wasn't in mm-hmm. grade school with me. It was like there for like a hot minute, but I never saw him. Mm-hmm. It was uh, up until we got to high school. Then we were in the same like. We saw each other, but I'm telling you, this boy never act like he knew me. <laughs> he was all like, here's your glasses. I got to go. You're on, like, your <laughs> you on your own. You're on your own. I'll drive you to school and from school, but from in school, we don't know each other. I'm like, all right. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. Um, <laughs> That's mad funny, yo. No, I thought, like, I was like, why is it only just me and, like, I don't think I really understood that there was nobody else coming that, you know, you like in your mind, you're like, oh, well, maybe like my friends will come Mm. like the ones that I'm spending every weekend with that I Mm -hmm. go down to see Mm -hmm. every week. Maybe they'll move here, too. But it wasn't the case. So it was a it was hard, like growing up and going to school, um, you know, being like the only person of color. And some people thought that was cool. Like, you know, they liked having that other person that didn't look like them. Um, And then some people like just like, oh, I don't. I don't want anything to do with you. It's mm. very like, you know, not open-minded like town. Mm. So, and it's mm. still kind of like that way. You know, when I go back and I'm like, oh child, please don't ask me to go in the grocery store. Every time my dad like, can you go get me something from Shaw's? And I'm like, do I have to? I'm going to run into my old what? teachers oh, and stuff. And like, ask you know, about your life. And... Yes. Oh my God, girl, how you been? I'm like, fuck man. I don't, I hate the small talk and small town life <laughs> is about the small talk. So like last um, month when I had to go back home, my dad was in the hospital and everybody in the town knew about my fucking dad. <laughs> Hi, how's your father? And I'm like, why y'all, ha- why y'all talk like that? <laughs> how's your father doing? I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I'm just here to pick up the medication. <laughs> Oh, I'm so and so. I know your dad for a long time. He always talks about you. You're his daughter, right? Oh, I'm my like, God. Oh, my God. Forget about right. it. I can't hide. Well, my mom's retired now, but every single time I will go to the hospital. She, There was one time that she was having a procedure done, and I walked in to like go see her, and there was this doctor. Obviously, this is a hospital, so it's like a million doctors. He starts like walking behind me, and he's like following yeah. me, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, like... <laughs> We're, we're walking and he's like a little far behind me but i was like whatever mm-hmm. and we get in the same elevator and i'm like okay weird and then we go to like the same direction and i'm like okay it's weird Creepy. okay and then we like I, I i go to the thing find out where her room is and then i go to the room and this man is still behind me and at this point i'm about to flip out and spaz on this man like bitch why are you up on me like can you get the fuck up <laughs> off me bro what are you doing 
And then my mom looks at him and, oh, hey, da, da, da. So it turns out it was her doctor. Mm. And he said to her, he was, I'm looking at him strange. And she, she, the mom, my mom was like, oh, how did you even know I was here? He said yeah. to my mom, oh, this girl, she looks exactly like you. So I just followed her to wherever she was going because I knew it had to be to you. Wow. And I was like, well, what the hell? You could have said some shit to me, yeah. brother. That's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, but you That's know what? That's a little what? scary. Your family do be looking like each other, though. Bro. Like, all my y'all. Si- n- people think that none of my sister's kids look like my sister. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Baby David is my sister with short-ass hair. <laughs> and literally, Samantha is me. Yeah. And Sophia is like a combo. Yeah. Like, her kids look like you. It's very terrifying. It's true. It's true. The little ones, too. Yeah. The little ones. It's it's even worse. Yeah. No DNA issues uh, in the family there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then did you use the, did you use the, the being an immigrant to your advantage at any point then? Yes and no. And I think it was like confusing too, because like, and I think like, that's where like the humor started. Hmm. Like when I was a kid, cause I was like, oh, if I'm funny, I can make friends. Mm. funny mm. um yeah you know real. i think to some extent that's still the same thing like if i go into a new workplace like that's real i think generally like if people don't like me it's because i think growing up this was me growing up if they don't like me i think they're racist because what's wrong with me what you know they're mm. i'm just like everybody else interesting you know and so like but as a kid if if they're laughing at my jokes i'm the funny one mm. and so mm-hmm. they want to be my friend mm. um child now i'm just you i'm just me you and you know um so now it's like in the work context if i go to any place i'm like i always say like well some people like maybe don't want to like me at first but how you not like lena like it's true i'm a good time it's true you know just don't don't be don't be a stage five clinger though just (laughs) let me let me come in do my thing Don't be coming through and tell me about your week because I haven't seen you. Let me settle in first, you know? <laughs> but, like, I think that's the thing. I'm just, like, in any workplace, I'm, like, I feel I feel confident in that. Like, I can get along with anybody, you know? But as a kid growing up, I was, like, damn. You lean on the humor. Yeah, lean on the humor. So I think that's a part, like, I mean, I love um, Margaret Cho. Like, thank God for her mm-hmm. like, because I there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me. I and mean, she had her little yeah. stint on TV show. I'm like, oh my God, the age. I mean, the, the show wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. now, um, and she like, as a comic note, like knows that she's like, yeah, now we got fresh off the boat and it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I think yeah. we did everything now is we're doing it right. So now I feel like the generation now has like people that look like them. Ellie Wong. You know, Ellie Wong. Oh my God. Beef. Gotta watch Beef. I haven't seen it yet. I know. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Literally, I've been waiting to like, I've I've had this like Trixie and Katya (laughs) watch Beef because there's Mm -hmm. this Netflix series that's like Trixie and Katya watch dot 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 and like they'll watch a whole season of something or and like they'll react. Yeah. And I've been like holding off because I want to see Beef because I heard on another podcast that I listened to it was so funny. It's so funny and it's so good and I love Steve um, Ewan and uh, Ali Wong and all, all the actors on there are really what else great. is he in that's like a big thing walking dead ah yeah that's glenn yeah glenn that's yeah. where i know Child, when glenn face. died i was like that's bro why, I know why they have to do my face like that? from i was just like <laughs> i know this man but where do i know him from yeah 
You know, I'm He's too good. I'm too much of a pussy to have watched that show. I never watched Walking Dead. It's Walking too scary. Dead. Um, it's not that scary. It's just I love end of the world stuff. So it's too sc- I can't do the jump scares. Don't <laughs> don't let it be all quiet and dark and all of a sudden <laughs> somebody pop out. I don't got time for that. Immediately I'll be like, no, thank you, not for me. I have enough stress yeah. in my life as it is. No thanks. Yeah, it's well. I get too anxious. Now they're starting a new like, spinoff. So. There's the fifteenth spinoff. Listen, make that like, money. These people, the crawling dead, the tap dancing dead, <laughs> the break dancing dead, the nineties dead. Jesus, that's what Alice Christ. My God. <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> oh fuck, fuck. Well, well then, talking that was talking a little bit about like how you grew up in mm-hmm. school, but like how does the immigrant experience like color your life now, like as an adult? That you have the choice. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. I feel like that's what I'm like. There was so much stuff that we didn't have the choice yeah. of when yeah. we were younger, you know? So, like, now that we can choose. Yeah. I think it's, um, I mean, I, like I said, I, like, confidence plays as you get older. And I feel more confident, um, you know, as who I am as a... Um, you know, gay, Cambodian, American, like before I wasn't able to say gay. Um, it's a good thing I'm living in Florida. Don't say gay, please. Child, they all gay in Florida. <laughs> um, so there's that. And yeah, maybe that boost up the episode views. Because, you know, Florida likes to clap back and I like to clap too. <laughs> That's true. Listen, don't be, beware of the nail emoji. <laughs> Beware of the nail emoji is all I'm right. saying without yeah. giving away too much. Exactly. You want to throw <laughs> nails? I can throw nails too. Um, yeah, but I feel like it's, I've become confident and I'm like authentic about it. Like I don't, I used to be like shameful of like being Cambodian, mm. like especially in school because people don't know what that was or it yeah. wasn't like, you know, again, I was always fear like, of like racism and things yeah. like that. But like, I love New York City because I just feel like I can be authentically me and that's okay and like everybody doesn't care who you are. Nobody gives a shit here. Nobody gives a shit and I love you that. You know what we give a shit about? Move the fuck out of the way <laughs> in the sidewalk. Be who you want to be, baby, but get the fuck out of my way because I'm gotta walking go here. I literally gotta go <laughs> Like, people think that is so cliche, but yeah. that's probably one of the most accurate. De- and it's crazy because it makes me insane. It's one of the most cliche things about New York. Yeah. I am walking here. But honestly, no, move, literally, I'm really fucking walking here. Like, what ass. the fuck are you doing? Are you going to hit me? Really? Let's do this fucking thing because yeah. now New York City want to be all fake safe <laughs> and put cameras everywhere. Fucking hit me, bitch. Hit me, bitch. There's cameras all over this place. And the way people are out here on TikTok and Instagram, hit me, bitch. Somebody's going to record this shit. Hit me. Yeah. Hit me. And please let me get paid to not work. I do it. Do it. Take me out. Take me out because I'm ready. Oh my God. Yeah. That, wow. That, we need a New York part two. No, but actually, but for real though, we do actually need a New York part two, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but, but yeah, so it sounds like confidence plays a really big factor in terms of yeah. like how your like immigrant experience colors your adult life yeah because i feel like there was so much shame in that before Mm. and like now you know being an adult and having to take care of my parents and stuff and like utilizing the language you know like i feel like i wasn't more um into it 
until I got older, you know, and like knowing like your family storyline, like my dad has this, um, he has a bag of everything that he came with to America, like all his like paperwork, (gasps) all that stuff. And I've never seen it. Um, and he showed it to me and Sarah and he was like, I never knew my dad was a, a, a A a cab driver, a hoarder too. (laughs) (laughs) Girl. Projection. Yes. Yes. No, my family's a hoarder too. Yeah. That hoarding in, Yes, immigrant families. I have to say it. It's a thing. Please. A cab driver. Yeah, oh, it was a cab wow. driver. I can, I can definitely see my dad as a cab driver. My grandma, um, like, it was a street vendor. Whoa. So I was all like, and so in my head, I was like, oh, that's what my, my dad, my mom used to say, that she used to sell noodles on the side of the street. Oh, And so, like, shit. it lives, and my mom um, did um, sewing. So it's like, it's, all this is on paper. So it's like, now I'm just very intrigued. But as a kid, I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. Just like they were trying yeah. to survive in a whole different capacity. Oh, I'm so Because I'm like, you know, so, like, it was cool to see. I'm like... And I said, I was like, I never knew that about you. He's like, he's like, so he's like, when I go, this going to be you. I was like, okay, so I will hoard this bag, <laughs> but the rest of the house got to yeah, go. Yeah. You know? And so, oh my God, hoarding. Oh, I'm so jealous though. Like, yeah. I feel like my, my, my parents don't have that for me yeah. because like, because, and I think it's because they moved a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like they they're both from DR, but then they met here in the Bronx yeah. and then they moved back to DR uh-huh. and then they moved back to New York and then they moved back to DR it's a lot of moving. and then me and my mom moved back to New York. So it's just like yeah. those like his, and that's why I'm crazy now about we need to get a photo album. We need to like take yeah. pictures. We need to document this. We need to save this. Cause I want to yeah. be able to like give something to my children. Yeah. But, like, I'm so jealous of that. Like, I wish I could know. Like, I know for a fact that my mom's history is well, is more well-documented because, like, yeah. she's a nurse, she went to school hunter. Like, I can, like, trace all of those things. But my dad and my grandma are much more of a mystery. Like, my dad owned a gas station mm-hmm. and a mechanic shop in the Bronx, in Jerome. And then my grandmother used to work at I'm pretty sure sewing factory somewhere in the Bronx. But like, that's it. That's all I know. Yeah. Full stop. And like, at this point now, her dementia is so full blown. Like she tells me every time I see her, she's just like, my one dream of life is that I could have gone to your wedding. And then I whip out my phone. I'm like, look, bitch, look at us. You're shaking your ass on the dance floor here. <laughs> like, you went. She was adorable. And then she gets so happy every time. She's like, oh, my God, that's me. Oh, my gosh. Like, ah. So, like, I, I got to, like, but it's just, like, every time I'm just, like, and whenever I go to my, my mom's house and I see that, and I see them ignoring her because she's obviously in full-blown dementia, I yeah. just get so angry with them and get so mad. But then I think about how that's how I treat her ass when she – Talks about this wedding. She's like, my only wish. And I'm like, bitch, just look at the video. Like, whatever. We've done this a million times, ma'am. Like, don't do this to me. Don't do this. You went. Okay? You were literally there. there. And you refused to take off your coat for the pictures. Yeah. You were there. I know you were there. You're in your jacket. In my goddamn wedding portraits. Ma'am. So funny. And nobody would make you take off the jacket for one second for the wedding portraits, ma'am. I will always appreciate your grandma for introducing me to Dominican cheese. Oh my God. You love that damn Dominican cheese. Oh my God. It was since I was my, I missed my flight and I stayed and your grandma made us breakfast. And I said, I remember saying, I was all like, I said, Liz, 
I, should we help her? Like, what should we do? Absolutely. And not. you were like, <laughs> absolutely not. No. You were like, get the hell out like, of her way. I was like, but like, shouldn't we like help her? And she's no. like, no, I'm gonna suck. I'm going to take this all in as much as I can until yeah. I have to leave this house. <laughs> Absolutely. Not even I'm going to take this all in is, first of all, I don't know how to cook. <laughs> I don't fry shit. I don't fry shit. Which is why I'm just like, I'm like the fakest Dominican. Man. I don't do hair. <laughs> I don't know how to cook. I can follow a recipe, sure. Oh but like, God. I don't eat rice and beans. Like, fakest Dominican ever. I don't cook. I, I just get out of her way. I'm just like, let me move out of your way. Do you oh need God. anything? Do you need me to buy anything? Can I wash something for you? Like, can I watch the kids? Like, what do you need so that you could focus on the cooking? Because I can't do that shit. If it comes to frying or something, leave me out of it. Yeah. Leave, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. No, what is that? Find somebody else to do it. The frying, find somebody else to do it. Don't ask me. I don't oh want to do God. it. Oh, my God. Your family. I, and if I do do it, like, when I do have to do it, literally, yeah. even when I cook garlic on this pan, like, from the mm-hmm. Blue Apron recipes, I have gloves on. <laughs> I have gloves on that go to my elbow <laughs> to prevent you... it from popping because Damn. nine times out of ten, it'll pop at me, and I'll... Ah! <laughs> ah! Ah! And see, I hear Steven. He's like, is everything okay, babe? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> You need my help? No, I'm fine. You're that meme with um the broom. You stand yo, it from with the outside. Broom. From yo, no, no, no. But for real though, I'm really like, if there was, you know that um that guy on, I think it's Instagram that he makes like useless products. That's oh, funny. Yes, yes, yes. He needs to make one like an extendable arm for yeah, frying, yes. for turning the handle, the spatula, because I am not going to get near the stove. I don't have time for it. Splatters. Oh my God. Speaking of splatters and growing up, my dad um, and my mom both used to ask me as a child to like help them because as a, and being an immigrant, like uh, for Cambodians, like it's very gender role in the home. Yep. So like you yep. are a girl, you must do this. You're in the kitchen, whatever. So like, I mean, I didn't, I just kind of was like, okay, whatever. But you be throwing down the kitchen now. So it's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> right. so my dad, he would always fry things and he would be like, I would be like his little sous chef. And I've been so scared by splatters because something would splatter. I'm like, ow. And he was no, like, actually though. And he'd be like, girl, you'll be okay. Like, like you want to, you're going to have to learn to do this. Mm-mm. So a little splatter is going to be fine. But Mommy. I used to be like, um, I don't want to be near the frying station at all. <laughs> That's wild. Cause literally when we were at camp, you were the cook, ma'am. I was just we like, survived I was like, Hey Lena, listen, I would, y- y'all got me fucked up. Cause I will be eating this bread and cheese. <laughs> I will be eating this bread and cheese. I eat this shit on the regular. No, that was like, um, that was low key. I mean, again, this is for the future series. That was low key fat camp. <laughs> I um, was not. And I, I love the food. I hated the food. I loved the food. But I wanted to make sure that we got <laughs> what we needed because we were in survival mode because those fucking kids ate so much food. Yeah, they did. Eat and a they lot. were never left for us. <laughs> Oh, well, since we're talking about the immigrant experience, that's what you should talk about is what? them little Asian girls at camp. Cause oh my God. <laughs> In relation to my job. Okay, so these kids, y'all, the Fresh Air Fun, like, listeners. So we used to clap and sing for these kids, or sometimes there was a group that would go pick up these kids. But I remember my first summer... At the Fresh Air Fun, they we would clap and sing. I wanna be an ABC. I'll oh, shut the. I wanna right. be an ABC. Kid, little kids come crying. <laughs> 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 
I want my mom. It's always the Asian kids. I was like, why are all these girls like crying? They're like, they don't know. They some of them like didn't really know English well either. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. most of their and their parents didn't fucking speak English because they sent because the fresh air fund. You if you're from the five boroughs yeah. and you apply. Um, you're um, able to go to camp for free, right? Yep. That's yep. the whole story. Yep. Shebang, Google it, whatever. So here you go. All these uh, kids coming in and they got these Asian girls just terrified. And they would come and cling onto me and be like, miss, miss. And I'm like, oh my God, let me hold you. What's wrong? And I would never, and the, and the thing is, they told us that sometimes the parents wouldn't tell them that they signed them up for camp. That's so wild. So they will get onto Port Authority, get all the way to Fishkill. And now I have my first job here in New York there is a recruiter that comes from the Fresh Air Fund recruiting all the fucking Chinese families. And I was like, wait a second. It's all p- playing into uh-huh. like the puzzle. It's all clicking. It's all clicking. I was like, wait. They're coming. They got fucking Chinese recruiters it's coming to Sunset clicking. Park. It's all clicking for to you. To basically ah. talk to the Chinese moms in Mandarin, Cantonese, whatever, so to sign funny. up their kids. And that's why these kids are showing up to that's camp because so they didn't know their mama signed them up for camp. I just find it very, actually, I, I find it very interesting because in my experience, I feel like, and I thought it would be the other way around, I feel like. Spanish families, Hispanic, Latinx, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, families are more, are less inclined to send away their kids mm. for a sleepaway camp. And then like, just un- yeah. like above that is like Asian families. I'm mm-hmm. just like, they're just like, hell no, you're not going to take my kid for X amount of time. And I don't yeah. know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Everybody else is like, bye. Yeah. Like, here's your shit. Don't I'm going on a cruise. Don't call me. Bye. Yeah, and I don't. I think it depends too, like how whoever the recruiter is. Mm. So, child, this recruiter would probably like listen. Was really good. Yeah, clearly, because I would the kids would show up and they would come see my Asian ass and Julie's ass. Be like, Miss Julie. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! And I'd be like, I listen. I I don't work with the younger kids, but if I see you in the dining hall, so I'll look good. out for you. But um, yeah, I feel bad for those kids. <laughs> and now here we are. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> They're recruiting out of our office. <laughs> oh, oh my God, that's really funny. Well, is there any like final thoughts or closing arguments per se on the the way the immigrant experience has like colored your like outlook on life and like why does being Cambodian make you different than somebody who's from Nebraska? <laughs> well, do we know anybody from Nebraska? That's number one. Actually, I know somebody that moved there. I know somebody. But I don't know anybody from Nebraska. I don't think I do. I know somebody from Kansas. And it shocks me every time I re- come to that realization. I don't, I don't know anybody from I Kansas. Know, I know. I thought I thought this person was actually Middle Eastern uh-huh. because they were like olive skin and they had like a very full beard mm-hmm. and they had like very thin thick dark hair so it's given like you know like middle eastern guy you know yeah white this man is white not white from kansas bro like from kansas and i was just like i literally thought that was a type of barbecue (laughs) i i didn't even know that that was like a real place i'm sorry to the kansas And as an adult, we are trying to learn our Listen, experiences. His wife knows too. She knows. Yeah. She knows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, my closing thoughts is like, you're not alone. And also like, I feel like 
whoever you surround yourself or like around as your friends helps like shapes your identities and mm. like what you know about the world and i like appreciate that my group of friends don't look like me yeah you know so i i like that it's very diverse and whatever you know you teach me and vice versa because the world is like these days everybody's so like politically incorrect and don't know what to say and all this stuff so i I like to learn from my friends truly but you you ain't learning from me girl i don't know (laughs) shit i'm learning from you i don't know shit either please don't ask me i am not the ambassador for the cambodians do not ask me anything Oh, well, where can people find you if they want more of you? Um, you can follow me on at Spring Roll Fever on Instagram or TikTok. Um, if you know me other than that personally, you know my personal Instagram, but don't try to add me if you don't know me like that. <laughs> you get Spring Roll Fever, that's it. <laughs> uh, well, Lena, thank you so much for joining us again thank on you. Wait, let's get that clink. Yes. Muscle mimosas. I don't got nothing left in my cup because right. I done drank the whole damn thing. Stella Artois. <laughs> European style cider, please. And that's our episode, folks. As always, thanks so much for listening to this week's Mugful Mimosas with Liz. If you can, please hit that subscribe or follow button and leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen. And follow me on Instagram or TikTok at LizLaughLoveNYC. See you next week, and between now and then, make sure your cup stays full. Bye!